Welcome to the She Grows Podcast. If you missed our gathering for April, get ready to catch up. We'll be listening to She Grows, The Gathering today. Danielle and I dig into the greatest gift we've been given from the Lord, the Holy Spirit. We're so glad you're listening today. Let's dig in. How many of you have ever registered for a gift before? Maybe like a wedding registry. I know we've got some newly engaged women in here. That's really fun. Maybe like a baby registry. Okay, well, those seasons are gone for me, but thankfully there's an Amazon wish list, right? Has anybody ever participated in the Amazon wish list? It's so fun. <laughs> Christmas, birthday, husband, whatever. Like for any reason, it's nice just to get a good, maybe like some, a gift that you would want because that's the beauty of the registry, right? <laughs> well, we're gonna be talking tonight specifically about the best gift ever given. And I cannot wait to dig in with you. So we're going to start it out. John 14, verses 15 through 18. Jesus is talking to his disciples. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads you into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it, it isn't looking for him. And it doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Later on, a few verses uh, down in verse 25 through 29, it says, I'm telling you these things now that while I'm still with you, but when the Father sends the advocate, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything I have told you. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give you is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you. I'm going away, but I'll come back to you again. If you really love me, you would be happy that I'm going to the Father, who is greater than I am. I have told you these things before they happen so that you will believe me. So, so when they do happen, you will believe me. And then, so that happens. Jesus, we've just exited out of Easter, right? We're still celebrating resurrection. He's, he's come back to life. We're still celebrating that, right? He's ascended to heaven. And you think about it this way. So look, let me, let me put it into this perspective. Luke in the gospel, not in the gospel of Acts, but in the book of Acts, he goes on, Luke says, listen, we, we just saw God raise Jesus up from the dead. We witnessed that. And now he is exalted to the place of highest honor in heaven at God's right hand. And the father, as he promised, gave us the Holy Spirit, gave him the Holy Spirit to pour out upon us, just as you see in here today. The greatest gift is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Imagine you're our Savior going on behalf of us. He's just, he just completed his ministry here on earth. And, and the Father is saying, whatever is yours, name it. And he asked for the Holy Spirit for us. Like, that's incredible. We can't just sit back and think, well, thank you, Lord. I know that we're used to hearing about the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? So we're going to camp out on the blessing of the gift of the Holy Spirit. Logically, if you think about, what if Jesus just stayed here on earth? What if he resurrected and he just stayed here? Well, our mileage is going to look a little bit much because we're going to have to locate where he is, right? He could be in Jerusalem. He could be in... China. He could be in New York. Like, we don't know, but we're going to try to find him because we want to be in his presence. But imagine that line, like, like that line, there's a billion people here on planet earth. Everybody's going to want to be in his presence. So we're going to get there after waiting, who knows how long to be in line, to be in his presence. And then we get into his presence 
And we have just a short amount of time because there's someone behind us that's ready to be in his presence. And there was a better plan. And so, they, so the Father sent the Holy Spirit so we get to be in his presence at all times. And I know, I know, I know, like that's, okay, yes, that's, that's church, right? Like we know about the Holy Spirit. The truth of it is, is like I can stand here for 15 minutes tonight. I'm not going to be able to tell you every single thing about me in 15 minutes. So there's no way that I'm going to be able to do the Holy Spirit any justice in giving him just a 15-minute time. What I would say is, is that I know that, um, truthfully, that I'm simplifying the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. And so what we're going to talk about tonight just far exceeds what we're actually going to be talking about. But Jesus said the Holy Spirit lives in us and he's at work in us. So how's he at work in us? Well, he gives us the fruits of the Spirit, right? Paul writes in Galatians that the Holy Spirit guides us as Christ's followers and gives us fruits of the Spirit so that we can please God and harvest of everlasting life from the Spirit. So what are the fruits of the Spirit? We've got love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, (laughs) self-control. There is no laws against these things. The truth of it is we can't have too much of any of that, right? Like there's no penalty against having too much love or too much joy or too much patience. But we know that is the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. Like it may be easy for us just to have love because sure, it's nice to love. But then what happens whenever somebody just inconveniences you? And, and that patience that hair, <laughs> it's on your nerves. Like you need the work of the Holy Spirit supernaturally to help you grow in these areas. So whoever has had a friend that's just kind of like kept you in your lane, like, hey, you kind of acted a fool. Let's get back over this way. Y'all better have people in your life that are helping you stay in your lane. You hear me? <laughs> that's the work of the Holy Spirit as well. Like he has helped keeping us in the lane. He is allowing for us to continue to keep ourselves in check so that we become more and more like Jesus. He knew we could not rely on ourselves, right? Like, there's no way. I know, I know, like we want to say that we could do this on our own, but the proof is there. We have not been able to do it on our own. It has to be the, the help of the Holy Spirit. So I think it's pretty interesting. When Nicodemus, he's a religious a Jewish leader, he's, he's, he's sought out Jesus in the dark of the night. And he's asking Jesus, how do, I, how do I enter your kingdom? And we know the story later on, but I love the part where he says, how can I go back into my mother's womb and be born again? And Jesus answers, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and of spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives to the spiritual life, gives birth to the spiritual life. It is because of the Holy Spirit that we're able to produce those nine fruits of the Spirit. It's because we are walking and we are growing and we are getting closer to the Lord that those fruits are produced. Now, Jesus mentions a baby, right? Well, I'm going to be real honest. I've had two children. Neither one of them came out with a whole lot of patience. (laughs) We've never, there's not a seedling that's going to produce any fruit, right? Right? So what it is, is like, it's a gradual process. The sanctification begins at salvation. And because the Holy Spirit, we are able to produce those fruits of the Spirit. The whole part of it is like, yes, there's grace at that very beginning of salvation. And it's like, yeah, it's going to take a minute to kind of 
die off the whole role of following Jesus is like, hey, we're going we're gonna to self-last, Jesus first. We're literally dying to self. And so you think about that at the beginning, okay, it's a little bit, you're working that out. But if I'm 10 years into my faith walk and I'm not producing love, joy, kindness, peace, patience, all of the goods, then there's something that's been a roadblock in my faith that stops it. There is something that's stunted my faith growth. And that is the moment that we come and we say, Lord, show me what it is. How can I grow to be closer to you? God has always been about the work in our lives well before doing anything outside of our life. Isn't it cool? Like, if you think about it, the Father has sent the gift of the Holy Spirit for us. It would be just incredible if you stopped there just so we can continue to look more and more like Jesus. But there's more. Every time I practiced it, I was like, but wait, there's more. He actually, he also gives us spiritual gifts. And this is kind of like, I could camp out here all day, but there's a time limit, so I want to make sure I don't. How many have ever done um, the five love languages? Yes. You've got words of affirmation, right? Check. Quality time. Check. Physical touch. Check. Acts of service. Check. Receiving gifts. Check, check. (laughs) It's fun, right? I, um, I teased like a while back because um, we were going through it, Brandon and I, and I said, I really think I have all five. Like, I really think that that's, and everybody's like, no, you have like one or two. I'm like, no, I think I have all five. I have all five. I love them. Lucky Brandon, he gets to choose from a plethora of ways to love me. <laughs> but what's really cool is to know it is fun to, to get gifts. It's absolutely fun to receive gifts. And what I love so much about the Holy Spirit is that he gives us personalized gifts. In Romans 12, verses 4 through 8, it's going to be on the, on the screen. It says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So, If you have been given the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If serving, if if your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it's giving, give generously. If God has given you the leadership ability, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have the gift of showing kindness to others, then do it gladly. Isn't it, like, I just read just a small snippet of spiritual gifts that we're given. There's actually, there's so many that we all in this room have and that the Lord wants to empower you in. But it doesn't help if you don't know it, right? Like, you have to know what your spiritual gift is. You're not the only one. If you don't know what your spiritual gift, listen, you're not the only one. We've all been there. And because of that, we just really want to empower you to be able to know what that spiritual gift is. So on actually the sheet of paper that you received whenever you walked in, there's a QR code on there. If you screenshot that, you do not have to do that now. This is going to be for your time later on. But if you screenshot that, that's actually going to take you to a personality quiz and also a spiritual giftings quiz. And it's going to send you both back the email, all of the details. And so you can read further into it. It's not meant to be the voice of your father, but it is such an incredible tool to begin the process of knowing what that spiritual gift is. It also helps to understand 
why we have spiritual gifts. 1 uh, Corinthians 12, 7 is pretty clear. It says a spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. As the Holy Spirit works in us, we become more confident in his equipping of those gifts. So being filled with the Holy Spirit empowers God to do the things in us that we would just not naturally be able to do. It is the work of the Lord in our life. Me standing up here tonight is the work of the Lord in my life. <laughs> it's not a boastful, absolutely not. It is not a, oh, oh I, I, you know, I'm getting up here with a microphone and I'm, and I'm preaching. No, it is, I know the plans that my father has for me. I recognize his voice. I hear him. I know that his ways are for me. I know that I'm gonna trust in him and not lean into my own understanding because he's the one that orders my steps. It is not me, but it is knowing your father's voice. When the, when the father has given his very best gift to us, why would we just sit back and say, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'll work on the spiritual gift. I'll work on the fruits of the spirit of which, let me just say, all the fruits of the spirit. And some, some may have multiple spiritual gifts, but we should all display the fruits of the Spirit. The gifts inside of me should never overshadow the fruit that is developed in me, but imagine what it could look like, y'all, if we put the spiritual gifts together with the fruits of the Spirit. I was running together just a few like scenarios of what that could look like. So hospitality is a gift. With peace and kindness, it opens up opportunities for people to feel welcome and open to come and speak to you. Serving with faithfulness and joy provides an opportunity for the next generation to come in and follow after the Lord. Shepherding with patience leads to discipleship. You see how these beautiful things marry up? Like this, this incredible gift. It's like the Lord knew what he was doing, that we are the body and we get to do this together. We're not helping. We're not, I'm sorry, we are helping, but we're not, we're not looking to the left and to the right and saying, no, that's, you know, we're the, the, the whole comparison game or whatnot. No, like we're going to celebrate the gifts that you have. And Lord, I want you to come around and be like, I see you being faithful in that gift. Keep going, keep going. You're doing it. And not, again, it's not a boastful, but it is an, it's that gift of encouragement. So if you have the gift of encouragement, go for it. Say it, do it. Um, you know, there was a season of my life to where it was just really cloudy for me to understand what the Holy Spirit is, was, is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> It's, it's easy to overcomplicate the Holy Spirit, right? But it's also, it's really, uh, it could be possible for you to be in here questioning if the Holy Spirit even has a place in your life. Or maybe if you even have, if you have a spiritual gift. I have had that thought. I have sat in those seasons. And I'm going to be real honest with you. We can have each other's back. We can link arms together. But it is because of the Holy Spirit that he speaks truth. That was the whole beautiful gift at the very beginning. He said, I'm gonna lead you in truth. So whenever you are wrestling, because listen, it's real easy to allow for the enemy to come in and say, nah, you can't be used by God. Nah, that spiritual gift, eh, it's not. Like, whatever, we know, we know that the enemy would try to do anything to stop the work of the Lord, but the Lord is for you and he wants to see you grow and, and develop this beautiful gift that he has given you personally. We can never take for granted the gift of the Holy Spirit and not experience that power. 
So, I would like to ask some questions for you. Um, on your note card, feel free, you can write these down. Or if, um, maybe you don't want your nosy neighbor to read it. I'm just kidding, don't be nosy. <laughs> I just want to have like moments of reflection here because I, I know it's really easy to get like, whoa, like really fast podcast, 15 minutes in, quick information. But I really want you to have just a moment of reflection. We know that some of you are driving, some of you are working out, doing laundry, all the things. But if you have the ability to pause and take a beat, we would love for you to take a moment to reflect as well. Are you using the gifts empowered by the Holy Spirit or are you using them in your own strength? What are the roadblocks that are keeping you from reaching your full potential and what the Lord has called you to do? If you don't have time to pause right now, let these thoughts begin to settle in your heart as we move forward with She Grows. Hey ladies, I know that's been such a short time, um, but I know part of this will go deeper when you are in your own private private time later and even more so after um, you get some more information. But I just hope it's kind of triggered you to start thinking a little deeper into what's going on in your life. What, what ways are you letting the Holy Spirit already move and what ways would just get blown out of the water if you let Him work instead of just on our own strength. Um, but we're going to take a step farther tonight. Um, why we decided to tag team this out, I don't know, but I like it that way. Uh, the Holy Spirit is this big and our time is this big. So like Daniel said, this is just your intro course. This is just this little bit, but um, he's life-changing. Talking about the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit really, truly should have been the easiest message I've ever put together in my life because we, we're close. We talk about things that make people laugh at me because they're so little and so silly. I'll pray about what I wear. I'll pray about where I'm gonna go do this or that. I'll pray about every little thing because it matters. Like somebody's gonna be somewhere that I need to say hey to or somebody's gonna, all these little, so we're close. We walk, we walk pretty close. Um, but the thing is, I've witnessed or been a part of a lot of uh, conversations gone wrong about the Holy Spirit. Has anybody been a part of one of those? Experiences gone wrong about the Holy Spirit that just makes it more confusing than clear and more damaging than helpful. And I just didn't wanna be any part of that narrative. But when we thought about She Grows, there was just no other answer. There is no growth without the Holy Spirit. And so here we are and I'm excited. And so I've just defaulted to the words of Paul. Paul in 1 Corinthians 12 verse one just says, now concerning um, spiritual gifts, brothers, sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. And so that's what we're here to do is just make sure we're informed. And I know you've heard a lot of scripture and you're about to hear a whole lot more, but the truth is we'd rather God speak for himself than to just interject our own opinions in all this. So we're gonna let the word speak. And so you're gonna hear with even more. Um, like Daniel said, we're filled with the Holy Spirit when we are saved. When we say, yes, Jesus, I'm gonna follow you, the Holy Spirit joins us. And the evidence in our life should be the fruit of the Spirit. It should be love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, da 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 all those things. But right after that, like two verses later, Galatians 5, verse 25, he says, if we live by the Spirit, then let us also keep in step with the Spirit. And when I think about, when you think about keeping in step with the Spirit, like if you think about going walking with a friend, okay? If you're walking with somebody, you're keeping in step, what do you have to do? You have to be very aware of each other because you're changing your pace, 
to match the other person. You're changing your stride to match the other person or you're not walking together at all. You're just walking. And, um, but when you walk with somebody and your pace is matching, you're walking together, a lot of times relationships built then. What else are you gonna do when you're walking? Like, it's the most boring thing to do unless you're talking to somebody. So you're building relationship. And so that's the picture that comes into my mind when it says to keep in step with the spirit. It's friendship. Everything in the Bible comes back to relationship. We serve a God who has been chasing us since the dawn of time. He just wants closeness with us. And it's just such a beautiful gift. But while the fruit of the Spirit's the evidence of the Holy Spirit in our life, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Because there's this whole other experience with the Holy Spirit where He fills us with power. Like it's this whole other level in the Holy Spirit. And that's where that personalized gift comes into play. The one that's just for you and just for you and just for you. And most of this just comes to understanding that it's there, that he's just right there with us already. There's a few um, steps we're gonna walk through in the word just to see how God directs us to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is such a game changer just for your walk with the Lord. Sorry, I feel like I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Me and Danielle have mic troubles. It's fine. (laughs) We're amateurs. It's cool. Um, It's cool. Got to lighten it up. Um, But first of all, very simple. You say yes to Jesus. When you're walking with Jesus in relationship, you're walking with him as savior, right? The second thing he tells us to do is to obey him. When we change from just walking, just saying yes to obeying him, we're making him Lord of our life. And that's a, very, that's a big difference. <laughs> Walking with him in step and obeying is different than just saying yes. But he tells us in Acts 5.32 that he gives the Holy Spirit to those who obey him. And I feel like I'm a mom. My little one's about to be seven years old. And when I, you know, you can kind of look at your kids if you have kids to kind of parallel how God must feel on like a grander scale. But I know when I've given Asher rules and told him he needs to do or not do something, it's because I know what's best for him, at least in my eyes. I might learn later that I was wrong. But at the moment, I feel like I know what's best for him. And I either want him to do or not do something. So we get to that best thing. And so when he disobeys, (sighs) It's like, I don't want to kick him out of the house. I don't want to sell him, but it can be so frustrating. And it's because you know what's best. You just want to shake him a little and be like, oh, this was for a reason. And you just know what a miss it is. So it's either very frustrating or it's heartbreaking because you know he could have had a really cool experience and chose not to because he didn't follow the rules. But when he obeys, ask me anything. What do you want? I'll give you the world. Like, what do you want? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like you're on the way to something amazing because you're just obeying. You're following, you're sticking with us. And then you get to watch him either get a reward or learn something new or get farther in something he's trying to do. Or you see growth because he hung with us. He followed the rules. And I just imagine God up there watching us be idiots every day. And he's like, (laughs) but the Holy Spirit's so good. Like if you just knew, if you just knew what I had for you, if you would just obey me, like he's got to be just thinking, y'all. But once we make him Lord, he's got the Holy Spirit to give. He's got this gift. I'm gonna take you on this little, this little circle about how cool scripture is because what we get in the habit of sometimes is just zooming into like a scripture and looking at it. But I want you to see how intricate all this is and how very, very simple it is to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit 
if you just realize how much God loves us. I mean, it's really insane. Um, get your pen ready because I'm gonna move through this pretty fast because it's just kind of like, I just gotta show you all. Um, Jesus said in John 14, 15, that if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Danielle already read this. He says this right before he tells them about the helper coming, that's the Holy Spirit. So if you love me, you keep my commandments, but what are your commandments? Well, it can be summarized as this, Matthew 22, verses 37 through 39, Jesus said, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second one is, easily, is equally as important. Love, the neighbor as your, love your neighbor as yourself. Love God, love people. Awesome, those are the greatest commandments. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. My commandments are love me and love people. Okay, cool. Um, which is crazy because in 1 Corinthians 12, this is like, it's almost like God could see all these pieces at once. It's so cool. In 1 Corinthians 12, it's like this whole chapter all about spiritual gifts. And the very next chapter is all about love. If you know anything about 1 Corinthians 13, it's all about love. So you go straight from all the spiritual gifts to the first verse of 1 Corinthians 13. It says, if I could speak all the languages of earth and angels, if I could speak in tongues and didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and I could understand all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith I could move mountains, but I didn't love others, I would be nothing. Nothing. And this is where you've got to zoom out and look at scripture upon scripture, because you could read that and go, okay, I don't need spiritual gifts. All I need is love. All I need is love. Because well, I'm nothing without love anyways. Like all of those are nothing compared to, right. But... In chapter 14, <laughs> verse one, let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities that the spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. It's because God knows what a gift he's given us. He knows how this will empower us. He knows how it'll take you to the next level. He knows how it will just increase your closeness to him. So he wants you to keep the main thing, the main thing, and then desire more. It's the more that he's calling us to. If you've been walking with Jesus, chances are you've already been spoken to by the Holy Spirit and you may not even realize that it was him. You know, that little, you get in your gut when you're about to do something you know better than, whether that's a, a boy or a job or somewhere you're going, you're not supposed to be going to, watching a movie, you're not supposed to be, that little, uh, that's the Holy Spirit going, you know better. You know better. And the thing is, he will never leave us or forsake us. The Bible tells us God's always gonna be there, but he will get quiet the more we ignore him. Okay, so if you're also going, but I haven't felt that in a while, check your heart. <laughs> check your heart. We got some business to take care of. But the second thing he will do is he'll empower us. He, those spiritual gifts Danielle was talking about, and listen, she's right, we cannot possibly dig into all that we could possibly dig into the Holy Spirit tonight, but we're gonna do a couple of follow-up podcasts over the next few weeks, and I would suggest just getting ready to be a part of those conversations because we're gonna dig into all the things that we had to scratch out of our notes tonight. Um, and it's gonna be, we're gonna really spend some time on spiritual gifts, but he will empower you to use your spiritual gifts that he's already given you, but added the power of the Holy Spirit, which just like super fires all those gifts. But the third and most just intimate way that the Holy Spirit speaks with us is through just a private prayer language. Look, the gift of speaking in tongues is 
Two distinctly different things. One is a spiritual gift that is given to some, but the, just a private prayer language just between you and God that nobody else ever has to even know about, that's for everybody. And I just love the way 1 Corinthians 14, two puts it in the message. It just says, if you praise him in the private language of tongues, God understands you, but no one else does. For you're sharing intimacies just between you and him. I mean, just between you and him. That's the most comforting and close, just vision of closeness. Like it's overwhelming to think of a language that's just for me and him. And it just brings us closer. Like that's incredible. That's not weird hoopla that you've seen on TV. That's intimacy, that's friendship. We know that God's heart is that we all spoke in tongues because in Mark 16, 17, it says these signs will follow those who believe. They'll speak with tongues. 1 Corinthians 14, 5 says, I wish you all spoke with tongues. So how do we get there? First, we submit by saying yes to Jesus. We obey, we make him Lord. And the third thing, this is the really difficult one. We ask him. You ask him. <laughs> That's it, you ask him. Luke 13, 11, 13 says, if you sinful people, sinful people, not just not great people, not just normal old humans, sinful people, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly father give the gift of the Holy Spirit who ask him? James 1.17 tells us that God is the giver of every good and perfect gift. We ask him. And here's the thing. When we ask him, don't get scared. The Holy Spirit's not gonna come and like start rattling you around and do weird things with you. You're still you, okay? <laughs> but we just have to pray in faith. Look, it takes some surrender. It takes submission. It takes going, you know what, God? I know I don't have all the answers and I'm just gonna kind of back away right now and let you do what you wanna do. That's what it is. I don't know what y'all's background is, but I was been exposed to a lot of hoopla and I've been exposed to a lot of people who just don't even wanna go there, whether they're scared of it or it's confusing or whatever, but both are missing something. If you're scared to go there, you're missing all the power and the closeness. And if you're all about that hoopla, you're missing the heart of God. So we gotta fall somewhere in between tonight and go, God, I just wanna know you. I just wanna know you for the relationship that you've got for me. We can't settle on what we've known or heard before, but what God's got for you today, like right now. And so what I want is for us to have some time to respond to him. Just to say, God, show me, show me what I've been missing for so long. And what I can promise you is not gonna happen tonight is anything weird. <laughs> Don't, no worries, nothing weird's gonna happen. Because an ask is just an ask. It's just a, a quiet time with your father to say, what have I been missing in you? What have I been missing in you? What's that next level with you? Tonight, some of us just need to say yes to Jesus for the first time ever. Some of us just need to start the journey. Others of us need to get out of our own way and just be aware that he's right here, that he's right here willing to give you this gift that was just for you all along. I can tell you right here is not where I, wouldn't be, where I would be if I wasn't walking with the Holy Spirit, if he hadn't leveled up what's going on in my parts, my gifts, I'm not doing this on my own. I'm going to pray for us. And 
the band's going to play eventually. <laughs> it felt glowy and then it went away. But the band's going to be playing. I'm going to pray for us. And when I'm done praying, the prayer team's going to join us. There's going to be prayer team up here and they're going to be stationed around the room. And look, I want this time to be whatever you need this time to be tonight. We're not going to sit here and yell and holler until everybody does some certain thing. If it stays quiet, it stays quiet. If you sit, you sit. If you pray, if you cry, if you worship, whatever you need tonight to be. But I want each of us to walk away going, God has more for me than I've found yet. And it exists in the Holy Spirit. I promise we're not gonna do anything weird. So what I would ask in return is that you just open yourself up and say, God, here I am. Why don't y'all go ahead and stand with me? Let's just get that part out of the way. And then if you're comfortable, if you're comfortable, just put your hands out like this. Let's say, God, tonight, I am here for you. I've come in here not knowing what you wanted to do in me, but I'm here and I'm available and I'm ready. I'm ready. First, I'm gonna pray for our friends in the room who just need to say, Jesus, I choose you tonight. And if that's you, all you have to do is pray with me, mean it in your heart, and let's start this journey together, friend. You'll be on your way. You're in a room full of people who are ready to partner with you. Say, Jesus, we thank you so much for your sacrifice for us. These dirty, filthy, sinful humans that you love more than the world. So God, tonight we say yes to you. We say yes to following in your footsteps. We say yes to keeping in step with you. We pray that you'd forgive us of our sins. We pray that you would cleanse us from our past and that you'd help us to walk out a brand new life in you. A spirit surrendered to you. Now I'm gonna pray for everyone else in this room. I know everyone's prayer in here might be different, but my prayer is that each one of us would take a step closer to Jesus. Whether you wanna pray that you receive a prayer language, whether you just wanna pray that you would be awakened to how the Holy Spirit could take your gifts and callings up to another level, we're gonna pray for it all tonight because no matter who we are, we've got a step to go. Listen, a prayer language isn't, isn't freaky. It feels weird. You've gotta surrender yourself, your pride, because it's something new, it's something different got to surrender your vocal cords, your tongue, your mouth, and just say, God, just pray in faith. Say, God, I want something. I want the ability to be closer to you. That's it. It's the ability to have relationship in an intimate way with your father that you've never had before. So just pray in faith. God, tonight, we pray that strongholds would be broken. We pray that experiences from the past would not influence our right now. We pray that insecurities wouldn't keep us from speaking out. God, we pray that the unknown 
wouldn't make us shy away, God, we pray that we would just be able to receive something new from you, God. That spiritual gifts would be awakened tonight. God, the things that you've called us to, the way those fruit of the Spirit in our life meet up with the perfect spiritual gifts into this person that only each person can be. God, that it would just come alive tonight, not in our own strength, but yours. God, that your power would just build this confidence as we realize the anointing that's already there. God, that we would just be awakened to the fact that the veil, that that cloudiness between you and I is already gone, it's already torn. That we don't have to pray that it would be torn. We don't have to pray that you would be closer because you're already here. But God, tonight we pray for clarity. That we be able to see that you're here. We'd be able to feel you holding us up. We'd be able to feel the anointing that you've already placed inside of us. That thing we've been shying away from. God, that we would know that there's more to it and there's power behind it. And tonight, God, I pray that that would just be birthed in each one of us into a whole other level as we walk in you. God, I pray that you would, you would gift prayer languages tonight. God, that as we draw closer to you and as your daughters just want relationship, God, I pray that you would just reveal that to the women in this room. God, that the desire would just grow and our faith would grow to be able to just let you move, that we'd be here with open hands and open hearts and say, God, we let you just have your way. And we trust you with that because we know you are a good, good, good Father. God, move and have your way tonight. In your holy name we pray. This is a message that is so close to our hearts. If you made a decision today to follow Jesus, we would love to know about it. Saying yes is easy, but walking it out takes community and we would love to do life with you. Turn on all the notifications because we have some bonus conversations coming. She Grows happens bi-weekly, but to dig in further into the topic of the Holy Spirit and spend some extra time with you, we'll have a podcast coming out every Thursday for the next couple of weeks to make room for us to dig in deeper and you not have to wait forever. Make sure to connect with us on social media so you always know what's going on. And we would love it if you would take a moment to rate and review this podcast. Share it with someone who would grow from hearing this message. We would love to get the word out and be able to reach farther into building a godly community of women. This is one of the ways we walk our faith out together. Thank you for letting us be a part of your day today. Until next time, keep growing.